Hi, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I think I'm going to call these episode series like pop culture weekly episodes and hopefully once the new year comes I can do more scripted episodes again. But I did want to say thank you um, and congratulations to everyone who's listening because we hit two years of the podcast and it's just so crazy to see where it's gone. Like I talked about in my like one year podcast update about how I really want to take a dance class and sadly I have not taken a dance class but I've still been dancing in my kitchen whenever I like have too many emotions and just want to like chill out and it is the most therapeutic thing that I've ever done in my life I could not recommend anyone else to do it more um yeah I'm trying to be positive but sometimes I don't know um I get on here and I share all my emotions, good or bad, so you're getting all of it. Um, welcome to my darkness and lightness corner, honestly. Um, okay, so I also was talking about my smoothie recipe last week and how I wanted to make a good smoothie, and I remembered what I needed to put in it that made it good, and that was definitely making sure you add bananas, and but then also adding coconut water. It really jazzes it up. If you want to get fancy, the, the buy coconut waters, B-A-I, I think that's what they're called, They'll make it really sweet, but just normal coconut water makes it like so much better. Okay, and then I also was talking about limerence in the past multiple times, and it's just been really coming up a lot recently, and I can't help but like think about it in my like unhealthy obsession to people from my past or people that I just like randomly meet. And I've been getting really good at it. And I think what helped me was I watched a lot of shows about platonic relationships over the weekend. I literally spent like the past weekend just like in bed the whole time and I've been doing that a lot I feel like I need to do that to like recharge for work it's really sad actually I feel like I'm just like not strong enough I'm not normal enough to like complete like a nine to five schedule without having to literally recover on my days off and I keep thinking about that and it's just really sad but I watched platonic on apple tv and um still up on Apple TV they both have like a similar premise I just don't think chasing someone is fun and knowing that I only relate these relationships because it's one-sided is really dark-sided you know what I mean and it's it's good but like the shows were really good but about still up if you guys have seen it how does her phone never die one but it was just kind of sad platonic I had seen the trailer for a few months ago it's with Seth Rogen and um, Rose Byrne and I don't know to me platonic soulmates platonic friendships are just so weird because it's like is the other person experiencing what you're experiencing are you making up these stories in your head why do you believe that it's going to turn out to be something more it's making people uncomfortable around you and they're seeing the dynamic but you don't really know what it is and what it means for me personally like and I think about the idea of like twin flames and stuff like that and how toxic it can be and it's like at some point if no one is talking about the relationship and what it actually is is it productive to just like go around in circles and then like feel something so hard for that person but not being able to like voice it and say it to them it's like well then obviously that relationship isn't meant for you and things should be what you want them to be but I think that my like deal with limerence comes from not living my life enough 
in so many different ways. If it's not cleaning my house enough, if it's not going out and doing things enough, if it's not talking to people enough, this void, like this, this dreamy aspect comes in and just starts making shit up and dreaming to fill the void. That's how it feels to me. And it, it, it's really sad. And I've gotten to a point where like, it seems like the main person that I would limmer, <laughs> like I would have limmerance about, it's like, it's started to deplete and it seems like other people are coming in, but I'm like trying so hard to stop it. And um, I'm just happy that I learned about that word and that I see a lot of people talking about it on social media recently because um, I wanna get to the bottom of it. I don't wanna feel this way forever. I don't wanna think about people who don't care about me or like make up relationships with people who don't know me and then put this standard that's the worst part is that you think you glorify everything and you think that it'll be like so beautiful and so much of a fairy tale i think that i have an issue with taking things too literally uh in school like especially in college as i've gotten older i just am so literal i just feel like if someone says something that they mean it and i guess people don't do that i think that's why i've always thought that i'm very neurodivergent and so like seeing all these love stories that are so like textbook and this, that, that, and then happily forever, I've always thought that my life was supposed to be like that and that someone would swoop me in and it would be like that. And that's just not true. And it's hard to come to terms with. It's sad to come to terms with, but yeah, I do recommend people watching these shows because I do like the premise. And it just made me look at the relationships in my life that I feel like have that. It made me look at it differently. Because it's like, why, like, this person that I had limerence for for so long, it's like, why did I feel like we were connected if we couldn't even talk to each other about our relationship? Like, it's definitely, that means it's in your head. It means it's not real. But anyways, I've been thinking about that a lot. Um, I was just laughing because I know I come on here and talk about, like, pop culture moments that make me laugh. And the other day... One that came up in my head was Steve Lacey when he was on tour last year and when he just like freaking hated his life. Maybe it was more 2021, but it was so sad because, but it was funny. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, you know, sometimes sad things can be funny. And I was just thinking about Steve Lacey and how I feel like his music defines such a distinct time period and how it's so crazy how people can be around in the music industry for years and then one project of theirs can really blow them up and it like then that year defines them like I think he won like best new artist at an award show that year and just seeing all those clips and knowing how miserable tour is for artists in general it's really sad but just to see him come to terms with people liking him in a weird way like it, a very TikTok type way and to see him kind of like combat that by being kind of snarky on stage and not wanting to come to his shows and just like it was so interesting I just remember seeing those clips if you haven't I would recommend you look them up they're so hilarious at times but they're also really sad because you know that he's probably struggling and not liking it and maybe like you know one of his songs comes on and everyone sings it but then the ones that mean the most to him, people can't even sing. And I was looking the other day, or like, this is a long time ago, and it just came to my head. Um, Renee Rapp wrote a song. I don't know if it was um, Bruises, or it was one of the songs, it was Too Well, I think, that I really liked. And she didn't like it at all. Like She hates the song. And I heard about Olivia Rodrigo really hating a lot of her songs. And I feel like that 
must feel like really weird and not validating at times when you don't like something and everyone likes it and when you really like the song and no one else likes it like I wonder how that feels and how that plays on your ego as a musician I was just thinking about that the other day um but yeah so I hope Steve Lacey is doing okay I also want to talk about Keith Lee's Atlanta food adventures and it's just sad and embarrassing to me because it's like these are things that people have always been saying and Atlanta get takes heat on social media people hate Atlanta people hate people from Atlanta it has a bad rep of being just like I always hear people say like the fake green walls and just like being an asshole like um but I think we also have to give some respect to Atlanta because that's like where most of the successful black people live it's like Atlanta um the DMV area like I think about Potomac which is up in there too like that's where a lot of the most affluent black people are but it is sad that like the surface is awful there there's all these weird ass rules at restaurants restaurant culture is so freaking weird and the fact that like Keith Lee's just trying to do like a food tour and like be honest so people know where they're giving their money and like one of the most nice great customer service restaurants was wasn't like a black business it was like or I guess it was, it was an African business, I think he said, or like a Jamaican business. It's just like kind of sad. And then people like threatening to harm him when all he's trying to do is give people good feud reviews. Like you got the plot so wrong. Like we should be uplifting him. He's trying to help people. He's putting these businesses on. He's giving, generating so much money. He's like Taylor Swift for food. Like he's literally helping these people so much. And I just think about like my dad who loved watching like dinners, drive-ins and drive-bys, whatever with like um, Guy Fieri. And just knowing that he'll be able to see like a black version of that, like, or he could in the future, it's really inspiring to me and we should be uplifting that. And I don't know, I, I think it's really cool watching shows like The Bear and seeing people who put so much time and effort into their craft and knowing how like, oh, that is a lot, but we should be uplifting the businesses that do that. And I don't think that's a bad thing. So I really like Keith Lee and um, yeah, that was fun. Okay. So Halloween ended this week and I was just thinking about like my favorite costumes and like what I would cosplay as if I was like living my Trisha Paytas fantasy right now. Like her cosplaying with Moses like every two se two seconds like things that happen in the world is so funny to me and I feel like in the perfect world I'd be doing that too. Um, first of all, obviously Jessica Day and Nick Miller. Let's be for real. Like I love New Girl. I would definitely want to do that. Blair and Chuck, Gossip Girl, or Blair and Dan. I love that. Sydney and Carmi the Bear, Little Mermaid and Prince Eric, duh. Um, very niche. Taylor and Joseph from Big Brother 24. Taylor's finale outfit. Oh my God, with the glitter. I just wanted to manifest like this is so fun to me. Um, Alitz from Scandal, Olivia and Fitz. I would die. Danny and Mindy, the Mindy Project. Um, I'm pretty much just giving you guys my favorite ships. Laura Jean and Peter Kavinsky, Mia Thermopolis and anyone from Princess Diaries. Like, I was just like having so much fun with that because I just wanted to think about it. And then I realized that like all my favorite ships, they're like toxic and awful and like bad. So my issues are very clear. Um, and when I got older and like started like I got really into it like, at a certain point, like going on Reddit and seeing what people would say about my favorite shows or like looking it up on Twitter or whatever. And I realized that like every ship that I like is like toxic and like 
messed up and it just like shows all my problems and like especially like mindy and danny from the mindy project like it's so unhealthy but i'm working on that but it was sad to like kind of not realize that until you got older kai sinat's like prison live stream was like the the whole premise is just like gross and sad and i think about like the statistic that i saw the other day that i've seen so many times and how the like amount of black women and black men are disproportionate in society because there's like this high amount of them that are incarcerated which is sad which is like so sad and the fact that it's like kind of making a mockery out of that and like glamorizing jail and i see that a lot i don't see that just from men i see that from women all the time um and it's like used for like comedy like comedy comedy when it's actually like hurting us that people are being wrongfully incarcerated too and the fact that it's like enjoyment and that's what you do it's just kind of gross kind of reminds me a lot of mr beast's things and i know that was like a whole scandal on youtube too but the fact that people are like okay let me put people through torture let me put people in situations that are usually harmful and then make it for content so people like it it's like you can't police everyone and what they do but there's just something about it that i really don't like um but I think that also, it's dystopian, but people love to watch forced proximity. I think that's because we lack structure and community in our lives. You know what I mean? Like, people love to watch shows centered around people in jail, people in, stuck in houses, people that are stuck to be together, people at work. Like, it just kind of mimics our life because maybe we feel stuck in certain ways, Um by capitalism and how that like puts up I don't know like kind of puts a collar on us and restricts us from doing things that we want to do but also like I feel like without whatever capitalism creates you feel like there is no structure and that's hard to come like that's hard to come to terms with and you're so used to being so stuck in something so like with a nine to five you're so used to that set schedule and seeing those people all the time and then when you have your own free time you're like what do I do? I kind of miss when it was forced and all these people were going through the same thing. I was also having this like revelation yesterday that like at work, it seems like a good way to like get in with people and talk to people is just to complain. Like people just want you to complain with them and talk to them and make their feelings feel valid. And it was making me kind of sad, but it was like weird to like notice. Like, I just started, like, complaining because I was struggling this week. I've been so tired. Um, I feel overworked. And I started complaining, and suddenly everyone was talking to me. And, like, we were all, like, having fun, just, like, shitting on everything that's going on at work. And I try not to do that a lot, but just a weird revelation. Anyway, um, okay, big brother. <sighs> Matt, Jag, and Bowie Jane. I want to... I want to be nice, but I, I, I can't be nice. And I'm not even going to talk about them right now because I'm going to talk about the live eviction last night. That was so disgusting. The edit was awful. Like, I'm, like, I, this is why 
I always wondered, why do I take breaks in watching Big Brother? And I don't even know if this applies to the other reasons, but I know why it applies to right now. It's because of shit like this, because we see what goes on in the house 24 seven. There are so many people who make their jobs out of reporting what's going on in the Big Brother live feeds. To see them spin a narrative that is so incorrect and to vilify someone who has been shat on for the past week constantly is disgusting, is gross, and they should be fired. I'm sorry, I'm so sick of them doing shit like this. Matt, Jag, and Bobby Jane have been so nasty to Suri and Felicia this past week. It's disgusting. They could have showed them hiding the wine from them. They could have showed them talking about keeping them up all night, talking about banging pants, talking about lying to them and telling them that they don't know who's safe so the other person doesn't study for the next HOH competition. It's disgusting and it really pisses me off. And stuff like this is like, why are you trying to vilify a 66 year old woman on national television who you know is most likely going to get out the next week? I'm sick of the narratives that they're pushing and it really makes me mad because like, why are you even pushing a narrative? Why are you pushing for someone to be America's favorite player? Player, I don't understand it. It just makes me so fucking angry. And honestly, the only thing that I can see it as is that they don't want it to be like, they don't want the show to become, I don't know. I literally don't know. But this rigging is uncalled for and it's really pissing me off and it's making me like actually so angry. Um... And I'm still excited to do my Big Brother Roundup, but I'm just like, no one who cares about this show is going to want to watch it because it's going to shit. Like, it's literally going to shit. And um, I, I'm really pissed at Big Brother right now. And it actually really makes me angry. It makes me mad. And, um, and they, the worst part is they know what they're doing because this could cause so much hate to go to Felicia to insinuate that she's using Matt's disability against him, but not airing Cameron being misogynistic to everyone, telling people to shut their effing mouths, um, being just rude and disgusting, but it's okay for you to vilify a 66 year old woman who made one comment about something that she thought that she heard that I think she did hear they did say it. Don't even get me started. Okay, I watched Fundy Friday's Pearl video on just pearly things. It was like insane. I was shocked. Like my mouth was like open watching it. The things that she's done, the things she said, the fact that she like is trying to use how she looks and how she was brought up to like run to another side because that's what she wants to do. Her saying her having this platform and coming on here and talking to people and spreading her agenda, but then not wanting to vote is gross. Like, what, what are you saying? Like, saying women shouldn't vote? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, that is crazy to me. Um, she talks about, like, not wanting to drive. Like, she wishes someone could just drive for her. Like, what are you saying? Like, you're an independent woman, but you're, it's, it's so wild like it's actually wild and just like seeing all of her content reduced to this certain amount of time one I didn't realize what she looked like like I never understood what she looked like but just to see what she believes in what she's preaching to her audience who she wants to become and the worst part is like I kind of feel bad for her not really but it's just like kind of shocking to see her 
like try so hard to fit in with a certain group of people and they don't like her because they're all misogynist and she's just being a misogynist and she wants their approval but they're not going to give it to her and the fact that she's ruined all of her friendships in her real life for this like awful level of fame it's very sad it, it's just sad to watch i was just like what um i've been watching a lot of astrology content lately i love astrology and I watched this one video with Cam White and this other guy and they were talking about the apocalypse and it was just like they get to a level like in astrology where what you believe will happen you just get to come to terms with it like they just like were talking about it so casually and it was just so shocking to hear and do I believe in it fully I don't know I don't think so um to an extent I do but then they just got like really anti-vax and I just don't understand anti-vax people like no shade to them actually shade to them because it's just like stupid to me because all of them have gotten vaccines in the past to like go to school and the fact that they believe that there's like this big thing where everyone got together and was like we're gonna kill everyone by injecting them with the vaccine and then making it like mandated like you have to get it but we want everyone to die after we just went through a tragedy a big pandemic where everyone was dying they want everyone to die even more they want to hurt people with the vaccine like i just i don't get it i understand feeling like governments have wronged you in the past or done things that they didn't know what would come out i'm black like i've seen that i've seen that happen in the community years in the past like i've heard the stories i understand that but like there was a pandemic people are trying to solve the problem of a pandemic why would they want to kill everyone? Like, I just don't, it just gets so off track for me that I'm like, this like, it's crazy. Like, it's just, I, I don't understand it. And maybe I'm just dumb. Maybe I'm just dumb, but to me, it just doesn't make any sense. And it's just like hard to listen to. Um, I've also just been coming to terms with my self-sabotaging qualities. Like, like I said before, like I can't, function on the nine to five schedule like it definitely was not made for me I hope that it changes soon because I get really invested in my work which is obviously a good thing but to the point that like all my energy goes into that and when it comes to the weekend I'm just like looking around like what do I do now oh I'm just gonna lay in bed for 48 hours and try to be ready for the next week and to tackle that and maybe I need to be exercising more which is true eating better blah 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 yeah but also it's just kind of sad because like a lot of people do whatever they have to do to cope with what goes on during the work week whether that mean their addictions through drinking or whatever I feel like I have addicted to serotonin and social media and eating and food and when you try to do one the other one goes up and it all gets all scrambled and I feel like I've been just like addicted to my phone really bad this week and I need to like work on removing social media from myself a lot and maybe like going back to reading and stuff like that um but I've also been feeling a lot of envy this week I don't even want to really talk about what happened because it's not that serious but I just like kind of had a breakdown because I get so like sad that I'm not normal you know I get so sad that I can't fit into like these social situations that everyone else can and be able to talk to people in the same manner and just like do it like I shut down I shut down people are like mad at me and want to fight I just shut down because it brings me back to my childhood 
I shut down when I have to like meet new people or do things that I don't want to do and it's like my mom has had all these family friends that are moving up here my mom's coming up here this weekend and she's like let me know when you can come pick up your clothes and it literally like stressed me out so much I was like don't even bring them because I just wasn't sure if I was able to rearrange my schedule and just like go and get them and it's like that's so dumb and it's like I just felt like upset that she didn't like see what I was doing this weekend or if we can meet somewhere or if we could do something but it felt like she was making me add another task to my list of all these tasks that I have to do and I get so stressed out when I have a lot of appointments or like I've scheduled things to do with friends all in one weekend and I have to make it work in this amount of time it's awful it's like a perfectionist vibes because you just want everything to go in order but you see my things just keep getting thrown in it's like it's the game of life it's life but it's really difficult for me and um I get jealous of people that to me it seems like they just like do so well in social situations and talking to people and um I struggle immensely and I talked about my favorite astrologer um Haley's comment last week and she was talking about like you're not going to meet your soulmate staying inside you're not going to meet your like the most important people for you like staying inside and not doing what you want to do and I just wish that it was easier for me to just do what I want to do I do things alone a lot I don't like go out to eat alone or anything like that but um sometimes it's just a lot and I wish that I was just more outgoing um but I've been trying to come to terms with that and I've been trying to change it not really I haven't I've been saying it in my head like I want to be more outgoing but it's really difficult for me especially just like not drinking or like doing anything like the things that I want to do are very like older coded like I really like older people stuff I guess I don't know I like the thrift I like my friend was bringing up bingo the other day I was like I would love to go play bingo I like to eat like I don't know anyways I'll keep thinking about that but it was kind of sad to come to the truth to the that truth about that um I've been loving shows based in the UK so still up was based in the UK um what else I watched something else that was too but oh and then I watched Starshock on HBO and I love London I don't know if I've talked about it on here I've never been but I want to go so bad I'm obsessed with British culture there are so many things within it that I like it like I love and I just want to change if pace so bad I would love to move there I'd love to travel there obviously um and it was just nice to come to terms with and I wanted to talk about it on here because it's like something that's like so serious to me and my mom recently went on a trip there and she had the best time and she said the food was so good everyone always talks about London food being so bad she said it was amazing so just like what but anyways to the, all the people out in the UK I hope you like it I know you probably don't love it as much as I do as someone who glamorizes it because they live in America um I understand there's obviously like rough history to every country but um I just want to explore that anyways the other thing I wrote down was like how do you know it's time to get a new job and this is so crazy there is so much work tea going on right now that I don't know if I can really talk about like I guess I can doesn't really matter but like I wrote this before I found out about the work tea and I'm still trying to uncover it like I want to know I love gossip but um 
I feel like I'm the person that will stay at a job forever until I, like, have to, until I have to move or until something crazy happens or I get, like, so sick of it. Like, I feel like there's just, like, this level of, like, disrespect, hating my life, hating my job that I have to, like, hit. But I can make it work till I can't. And I'm a tourist. I love money. So I'm going to stay somewhere as long as I can. But it's, like, how do you decide it's time to just go? It's so crazy with life, like, I feel like I used to judge people who were in serious relationships and, like, made all their changes based off of their partner and what their partner did or what their partner wanted to do. But now I get it because sometimes I don't want to make decisions. Like, I don't want to be, like, the person that's like, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing that all the time. That's a lot. And um, not trying to be my Pearl era. I definitely want, like, choices and autonomy and my body and, like, wanting to do whatever I want to do. But, I mean, I kind of get it. Like, your partner, you want to be with that person, so you're going to go where that person goes, and then your life changes for, for in whatever way. Um, and so I thought that that was just, like, a weird thought. Not that I want to leave my job, but I kind of want to move to somewhere else because I feel like I never wanted to come here. And I feel like I wonder if that's just my head telling me, like, oh, you're not going to do anything here because you weren't supposed to be here. You are supposed to be somewhere else. Or if, like, actually I'm... Um, just not supposed to be here. I also get this weird desire, which I don't know if it's like problematic, that sometimes like in my head when I get like really overwhelmed and stressed, what I used to do is I used to pretend that I was jumping off of things. So like I remember in Charlottesville, there's this movie theater at, um, what is it, what is it called? Stonefield, stops of Stonefield. And there's like this, over the ticket booth there's this, like a uh, um, roof I used to like have this urge whenever I was standing near the roof to throw my phone on it but whenever I get really like overwhelmed like I said I pretend I'm like jumping off of it so I pretend I'm jumping on the walls I pretend I'm jumping on that roof jumping off like just jumping on things like I don't know why but it just like I that's just what I feel like when I get overwhelmed but recently like when I've been really stressed about work this week and just, I feel like everything's just like coming at once, which is like crazy. I feel like I want to break shit. Like I feel like I'm going to take plates and just throw them on the ground and just throw them on the ground. And so I was like talking to my friends the other day. I'm like, can we go to one of those places where you just like let out anger? Like I don't want to harm anyone. I don't want to hurt anyone. I want to just like throw shit on the floor um, or jump off walls like a super, like I don't even know what it, like an animal or something, but it's just been crazy. Um yeah so when, does anyone else feel that what does that mean um gen v finale came out last night literally someone said this on twitter but i'm not joking homelander came on that screen and i could not stop laughing like i was laughing the whole time he was on the screen because he is so insane like the fact that someone created that character i would love to meet whoever created homelander because it's just like insane and seeing people on twitter who are watching the boys with me because i'm watching the boys right now too like he is psychotic and i was so excited for the boys season four and gen v season two and i can't believe there's people who prefer the boys over gen v like i'm definitely not that i gen v is so so good and i'm excited to see what comes of marie's powers and jordan's powers and just marie jordan um Andre, Emma against Kate and um, Luke. Like, I'm shocked. 
like it, the show is so good i recommend everyone to go watch it and i'm kind of sad that it is ending and big brother's ending oh my god survivor is so good it, it's so weird because like i'm rooting for caleb but i'm also rooting against caleb because just like he's the easy person to get out like, he's like he's looking you in the face and showing you why he should win survivor but no one's getting him out and then jay maya is just there just trying to like live life and they all turned on her and i was kind of sad about that but that episode was so good like survivor is so good this season they should always have an hour and a half episodes um i'm so happy that it wasn't katoro who was going home last time and then just like bruce oh my god bruce makes me laugh so much whenever he comes on the screen i'm obsessed with survivor this season it's so good um and i see that people prefer survivor to big brother it's so much easier to watch and it's probably because we don't see the full story honestly it's probably because we don't see everyone do whatever they want to do like i understand why people push for the live feeds to go away because it'd probably be easier to watch because you'd be ignorant you wouldn't know what actually went down um and sometimes that's the only way that you can digest good tv and reality tv is just not knowing and pretending that whatever they're saying to you is truthful um but yeah, Survivor is amazing. I recommend everyone to watch it. Um, and that was what I have for this week. So thanks for listening.